0: Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the 2 for 2 podcasts. It's been a while, so I thought, why not start? Uh, making podcasts again as the Jupiler Pro League is coming closer and closer. We're seeing a lot more movement in the transfer market. So today is a bit more of an update episode on uh, what's been going on, what my plan is going forward, and so on and so on. Uh, but before I do so, if you like content like this, make sure to subscribe to the podcast. You can find this podcast on all your major uh, podcast platforms. So make sure to check those out. Also, um, as I said in my last Podcast. I have a Patreon page where I update um, members on transfer rumors. Um, there's gonna be previews and so much more. Uh, I must admit that to, to join right now is maybe a bit useless as there is no games going on, and I um, am planning on making preview on uh, on game weeks. So maybe right now it's not the right time to um, join. But just keep in the back of your mind that there is a Patreon page if you want to support me and the channel. And we want to get more out of Asian player pro league players. It's definitely something uh, to look at going into next season. So, last time um, I made a podcast, this was about the crossroads between going for the Asian league and uh, just wait for the uh, European leagues to come back. Um, To be honest, even with my Asian players, I couldn't really make lineups. I think last week was the first time, in since the first time in like a month or a month and a half, where I was able to put a, a lineup in um, that actually got me an ETH reward. So uh, during the the entirety of the Euros, I didn't really had players. I wasn't really planning on buying players just for the Euros. Um, I think I have spent enough money on rare and. Um, I understand that some people find it hard not to play the game but for me I, I always um, remind myself that I have to use some kind of bankroll management or risk management and for me the right choice was just not to spend any more money in Sorare just because um, I have spent... Uh, what I wanted to spend, and I'm just waiting for the European competitions to come back. I enjoyed the Euros without having to worry about lineups and so and, and, and so on. So I was just eyeing on Sorare, just to see where prices were going, and more importantly, where players were going. Um, there's been a lot of movement um, in the Jupiter Pro League, and... Um, as I said, I keep my Patreon members posted on transfers and rumors. So I wasn't completely gone off the scene. I was just being a bit low-key uh, and trying to update uh, Patreon members as much as I could. Um, a lot of movement, a lot of interesting moves. One that really stood out to me is that Charleroi got rid of their two goalkeepers. Penato uh, retired or he moved clubs, sorry. Um, and they also uh, got rid of uh, Remy Duchamp, who I thought was going to become the number one. That's not the case. They brought in Hervé Coffey. Uh He was playing in the Belgium League before. So they brought him in, I think, as a 24-year-old goalkeeper. He was the, um, let's say, the the light star in that, um, I think it was Muskroon or Kortrijk team. Uh, I think it was Muskroon. So he came over to Charleroi. he signed a three-year deal and he will become their starting goalie. So if you're looking for a young goalie, playing for, a, I think, a, a decent team in Charleroi, there you go. Hervé Kofi is the one you're looking for. Um, a lot of moves, so a lot of players moving between clubs in Belgium. Uh, obviously, we have Refailov moving from Antwerp to Anderlecht. Uh, Then uh, Wesley Hoot, who also played for Antwerp, uh, didn't re-sign with Southampton. He went to Anderlecht as well. So Anderlecht is, I think, trying to find more of a um, temporary solution to become more competitive. Uh, Obviously, when you bring in a 30... What is it? 33, 34, 35-year-old, you're looking for more stability and uh, short-term solutions. So I think... Anderlicht, again, is going to try to push for a uh, play of one next season, as they should. Um, but yeah, a lot, still a lot of movement. I think we're going to see a lot more moves uh, when the Euros is completely done. Um, more players become available. Uh, people start focusing towards next season. So uh, I will keep uh, updating the Patreon. Uh, I will try to put out n- uh, new stuff on my Twitter as well as I go as I go on. Uh, but Antwerp, another team that has been doing a lot of transfers. They brought in uh, Batay from um, Ostenda. Uh, they brought in uh, Michael Frey, who was the forward uh, for Westland Um So a lot of players on the move. A lot of people keep asking me on the situation from Antwerp. So. At the moment of recording, uh, Mbokani has not yet re-signed. He has not been given an offer or a deal, so I don't know what the situation is there. Um, On Lamkalze, from what I've seen, he's going to stay at the club. Um, He posted something that (laughs) the boss is back or something like that. You know how he is. So as far as I know, um, he's going to stay. Everything around goalkeepers, so... The goalkeeper who came over from Urpa, Ortwin de Wolof, has signed a permanent deal, which means they now have two main goalies. Uh, it's been rumored that van has been um has requested a loan out, so he will not he will probably or most definitely not uh, feature for Antwerp. Uh, so that means you have now Butet in the starting goalie and you also have Ortwin de Wolof. Um and in the case of Buta, I have not seen any reports of him leaving. A lot of rumors, obviously, um, that was that he's going to leave, but has been going on for a long time. So it's going to be interesting to see how the new coach um, is going to implement Buta and Bataille in the same team. Because they play basically the same position. Um, so yeah, it's going to be interesting to see if uh, Buta leaves or not. If Bataille is going to be a starter or is he going to play Bataille as a center mid, as a right mid, I don't know yet. So, again, it's it's still early. There is still Euros going on. Uh, players are going um, on retreats and, and um, trying to get something going for the next season. So, a lot of speculation, a lot of things that need to be seen. Um, but, yeah, um, in terms of how I am preparing right now for the new season... Um, I'm selling more and more of my Asian players. I'm, I'm keeping some um, just to try to fill up uh, my global all-star, but I've been really buying players to um, be competitive or try to be competitive in Challenger Europe, as I think that's where I am most knowledgeable of um, and I think I can get an, an edge. So I bought a new goalie. Uh, about some new midfielders and forwards. I had already enough defenders and I think I already mentioned it. I tried to separate my goalie and my defenders from the midfielders and forwards. So I tried to buy different uh, from different leagues where I don't have an, an issue where all of a sudden my midfielder and my forward are facing my defender and my goalie. So I tried to separate those. I tried to find players in different competitions. Um, that makes sense too that play um, also more importantly next season that will play midweek games as in the Champions League Europa League or whatever the case may be so I'm, I'm really trying to find players that complement each other that don't have a conflict of interest that will play midweek so I'll, I'm really trying to uh, optimize my team for a um, long season next season, I'm going to try to do this as the best way I can, trying to keep um, keep up with uh, injuries, transfers and all of that, just to trying to maximize one full season of um, domestic leagues. I think uh, right, when I joined, I uh, bought Asians or Asian players because that's what was going on. But I'm really going to try to have a go at it um, in the European leagues where I'm most comfortable at or in. So that's basically what I've been doing. Also, I've been trying to watch the movement of ETH. It's been a crazy, crazy time. I think the last podcast I made was April. Um, let's see where prices were at. So in April, prices were around 2500 then they spiked all the way up to four thousand. then they dropped to 2000 um even in um june at the end of june there was a crazy low with 1.7 k it's been creeping up again to 2.3 so it has done crazy stuff since the last time i recorded i seen my wallet go up and down it's (laughs) that's maybe why i didn't really log in every single day just uh, I don't have much uh, or a lot money in my wallet, but to just see it go up and down like that, like on a, on a week or a, basically a daily basis is not really for me. Um, so it's good to see prices going up again. And on that, I've seen a lot of people uh, complain and um, basically say that the market is dead, that there is no one buying, there is no one selling. Um, now, I have sold some, as I said, cards and players on my own. And i must say as long as you price them correctly then there is no issue uh selling or getting offers i think if you just go off um what uh people are listing them for it's not gonna work or not always um it's not because someone listed a card for a thousand dollars and you listed for 950 that you that you're gonna sell it if the last sold was 750. so um people are not stupid i feel like people are becoming more educated on the market, on Sora in general, really trying to find the best or optimal solution for their lineups. And that also goes for the the transfer market. I feel like in the beginning people were just so excited and um, they didn't really know what they were doing so they just bought whatever they saw. But I feel like people become more educated and they also recognize that it's not because something is listed for 700, uh, and if it's last sold for $300, they are not going to pay the 700 just because there's nothing out there. People are going to find uh, other solutions or just wait. And I think that's the problem with a lot of people. If they bought something on, um, wrong or if they're trying to panic sell, um, then they cannot do it anymore. Because people are really looking for a good price. People try to check the last completed sales. So again... If you price your cards accordingly and logically, I f- still feel like there is no issue. If you try to um, just follow the last uh, what what the, lo- the the lowest one is listed for and just undercut it by ten dollars, that's most of the time not going to work. So um, that's that's that. Uh, also, I'm very still excited to see where this academy thing is going. Uh, I've not seen anything on it so far, so I'm not really sure what to expect. I hope they're going to fix it uh, before the new season starts. Um, I, as I said, I was a little bit absent of the um, whole SawRare event or the SawRare thing, so I've not been really keeping up with every single announcement that's putting out there. Obviously, I've seen new teams join and I've seen some of the updates, but as big as the update of the Academy is, I've not seen any reports on it. So it's gonna be interesting to see if it's actually coming before the next season starts. Because I've, if I'm remember correctly, the uh, new Jupiter Pro League season starts twelve days after the Euros, and the Euros, well, as I'm, as I'm recording today is the uh, second semi final between the the uh, between England and Denmark, and the final is on the eleventh. So the new season is just around the corner, just in two or three weeks. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to new changes between now and then or uh, whenever all the major competitions are back up again. I'm also planning on making a preview of every single team on the GPL Pro League for Patreon members so if you want to know uh transfers how i think they will line up how i think they changed uh, compared to last season who i think will start um and all of that maybe targets to buy for uh so rare and all of that um i will definitely be making those as i do them anyway for my for myself so i'm gonna share them on my patreon page as well i'm definitely gonna start doing more podcasts again uh when the new season arrives I'm, I still enjoy making these, and I, and I love the feedback I'm getting from you guys, even from people that are uh, playing software for a longer period of time. Uh, I really appreciate you guys' feedback that you still listen to my uh, episodes. Um, and yeah, this was uh, this was basically it. I uh, just want to give you guys a quick update just to make sure that you guys know I'm not gone from podcasting or from software, because sometimes people start making these podcasts and then you, you don't hear from them anymore. Uh, I don't want to be one of those so this was just a quick update to tell you guys I'm still alive. I'm still here. I'm still looking at prices. I'm still following so rare uh, I'm planning on really uh, take this seriously So that's why I created this patreon page is because I then I have to um, uh, Commit to it, you know, it's not because I make a patreon page and, and people pay me that all of a sudden I'm gonna disappear. Uh, so I, I kept adding things to them and that's going to be my motivation for next year like give my uh, the, the the people that join the community the best possible information and to to help try everyone win because at the end of the day if more people win the more people will stay and the more long-term vision we can have on on the platform so um and it's just a way to support whatever i'm doing it's not it's nothing huge or major but it's just a small thing and uh, it can help but yeah this was basically me guys uh, thanks for listening to this update Uh, I will definitely be start making uh, as I said more episodes in the next couple of weeks so be on the lookout for that if you haven't already make sure to um, subscribe to the podcast uh, and I hope you guys have a wonderful day.